When everyone is on the same page, getting things done at work is easy. No matter what you do or what industry you're in, how you communicate is key. Everything you type is equally important to collaboration, and Grammarly can help. Think of it as your AI writing partner, empowering you to communicate effectively and efficiently so you can make a bigger impact in the workplace. 96% of Grammarly users say it helps them craft more impactful writing. And as the gold standard of responsible AI, Grammarly is your secure AI writing partner that allows your team to make their point and move faster. By understanding your writing and context, Grammarly provides relevant, personalized suggestions. And with tone suggestions, you can navigate even the most difficult work conversations. You can also save time from spending hours editing drafts to just seconds with one click. Sign up and download Grammarly for free at Grammarly.com slash podcast. That's G-R-A-M-M-A-R-L-Y dot com slash podcast. Easier said. Done. Hey, fellow DJs, do you want to own a piece of a premium sports book and casino? Well, Moonbet gives you the chance just by holding their MBET crypto tokens. You can buy those tokens right now over at bitforex.com. You can also join the Moonbet ecosystem by heading over to moonbet.org. Use the link in the description so that they know you're a true DGEN. Eclipse the competition and make some money with Moonbet. You fools. Absolute sports betting degeneracy. Hey everybody, Arch here, and it is Thursday. Max, what's happening? When you bet all the NBA games, you go two and three, and you still end up profitable because the goddamn fucking Orlando Magic hit a big one that? yesterday. <laughs> That's the kind of mood I'm in right now. Um, busy day, busy day today. We we have, of course, fantasy football. We've got a, a Thursday night football game and a full slate of fucking NBA. Uh, still no <laughs> hockey. Still no hockey. <laughs> <laughs> we don't got no hockey, uh, but there, there's a lot to talk about. Uh, programming note for those of you uh, that are regular listeners of us: we will not be going Saturday for our NFL show. We'll be going tomorrow. We're gonna have a full NFL slate tomorrow, so uh, you guys can enjoy your Christmases. And, and you know, if, if you're clamoring for a Christmas show, because I know that you all want to listen to a fucking podcast on Christmas, uh, message us on Twitter. I will do a show if you want me to. But as of right now, we're fucking just off on Saturday. I will not do a show if you want me to. Go fuck yourself. Arch is, Arch is out. Arch is out. Yeah. He doesn't fucking care about you. I'm going to sleep in one fucking day of the year. So there it is. What's going on, Sex Panther? Can't find the mute button. Uh, listen, Max, if, as long as I'm not on the road picking up my daughter, if you go Saturday, I'll go with you. If the I, DJ, it's, it's up to the DJs. Yeah, you, you guys let us know what's right. You want you, you, If and you listen, we'll do it. Yeah, I'll be out of bed. I'll probably be last minute, you know, wrapping gifts. Like sometimes I do last minute preparation for podcasts when I forget shit and whatever. So not that that's ever happened or is happening right now. Just, you know, throwing that out there. Don't lie to us. We know you don't wrap it. (laughs) Well, five kids prove that. (laughs) (laughs) Did something happen, Panther? Did you... um... Did someone not remind you about uh, fantasy? Is that the issue? Did did, did someone forget? Oh, but, you know, I, is it I someone's fault? I wasn't going to blame you. I was going to let it go. But <laughs> the one time, the one time, don't bring it up. <laughs> I wake up this morning. I'm like, God, there's no hockey. There's just nothing. But there's one football game. Basketball. Like I'm good. Like I, and then Arch says something. Are we doing DFS today? I'm like, ah, shit. So. I've slapped together a roster. It's just the whole fades and values. We'll make that up as I go. There you go. All right. Well, Max, how'd you do last week in fantasy? 
I, you know, it's funny too. His DFS uh, came close to cashing. My two big whiffs were Jamar Chase, zero point eight points last week. That that killed me. Uh, I made I made up ground though. Like I was right there at the 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 mark, like the the line of of who was going to get paid out and who didn't. He killed me. And then uh, the Arizona defense. If you guys remember, like I was I was tempted to take the Dallas defense. I fucking should have because mm. Arizona got toasted by Detroit. Uh, if you had Tyler Huntley and Mark Andrews stacked last week, you probably won in DFS. I'm just saying. Like, I think most of the winning teams had that combination. So, um, insane. Uh, in my PBR league, here's the funny thing: is my season came to an end. I'm out of it. I'm not making the playoffs. But much like the NFL, most of us ended up seven and eight. <laughs> So it's just like this jumbled mess of like mediocrity in my league. Uh, I do look forward to having a very high draft pick next uh, year, but I, I won. I won my last matchup of the year to improve to seven and eight. I beat one of the playoff teams to knock them down to fourth place. So I take solace in that. So that, that was my week 15. All right. Panther, did you do okay in fantasy or how did you come out? Well, no, I, again, I had uh, Max and I agree a lot. So if he's not doing well, I'm not doing well. But in my in my fantasy league, if you remember, I finished second. I got a buy. Thank God for that buy because I probably would have got my ass handed to me last week. It's a good thing because usually these things kind of even out. I put up a shit week of points wise, so I'm expecting better results as we do our semifinals this week. I'm favored by four points so we'll see how that plays out all right well good luck the zebra may give us some insight later today on the college football show on your fantasy team uh yeah he's actually in the playoffs too he's one of those teams that backdoored it in with like an 87 point performance it was it was bad <sighs> fucking referees man they're always just fucking around all right uh what are we doing this week max uh well i, I thought you're gonna make a backdoor reference with a referee because they seem to always be I was gonna. I thought door. about it, yeah, but they there's just. Something there, but they right? backdoor other teams. They're like, you know, yeah, exactly. Oh, the quarterback threw the ball short. We got to call pass interference because you know, <laughs> fucking asshole. Never I gotta that, hate refs. Right? I hate refs. Let's start with Matthew Stafford of the Los Angeles Rams. Seventy nine hundred dollars. A fan oh, duel. He's going to look to put up some numbers against a Minnesota defense that allows quarterbacks to put up some numbers. He has spent most of his career throwing against the Vikings, so hopefully he remembers that he's not in a Lions uniform anymore. He's in a Rams uniform. Slightly different. A little bit better. Not much, but a little bit. I'm going to stack him up with the most expensive player, I believe, on the board in any position. And, and it just ever. Uh, Cooper Cup, Los Angeles Rams wide receiver, $9,800. Yeah, it's hard to argue that he's not the best wide receiver in the game right now. It just amazing, amazing. Every time he's on the field, he's he's just lightning in a bottle. I love this combination this week against Minnesota. Conversely, if you wanted to take uh, <laughs> the opposite stack of this and uh, and and go uh, Justin Jefferson and uh, Kirk Cousins, I wouldn't hate that either. But I'm going to stick with my boys and uh, go with the Rams at running back. I'll spend some money on James Robinson of the Jacksonville Jaguars, uh, featured back once again for some reason. He, he, you know, he's the feature back in Jacksonville. I don't know why. Taking on a Jets defense that is 30th in opponents rushing yards allowed per game. I know that his knee is a bit banged up, but I think he's going to be out there this week and producing. Uh, my other running back, my other start, because everything else is value after this, because I paid so much fucking money for everything. Uh, David Montgomery has uh, been a bit of a lull the past two weeks, but he's still a, a very decent fantasy option. His value increases a bit this week against a Seattle defense that can be run on. So 
those are my four starts. Again, I have a lot of value plays because I have to make up some ground somewhere. I got a couple of value plays I'll have to talk about, but I, I've spent a little bit of money here. We're going to start with Joe Mixon. Uh, he's been down for the last you know few weeks, hasn't put up great numbers. But again, at home going against Baltimore, I think he can uh, have a little bit of a resurgence. That Baltimore defense can be run on. Uh, we've talked about it all season. It's not the Ravens you know, of the Ray Lewis years. So I, I like Joe Mixon. Daryl Henderson taking one of those Rams. I almost have to have a Rams player on your roster right now because they are putting up points and they are scoring. And we know that Minnesota defense, even if they look for real in the first half, the fourth quarter, they're prone to give up 20 or 30 points. They're just so bad on the, on the back end of a game. Um, yeah, take a Deontay Johnson going against that Chiefs. I think um, you're going to have to score against the Chiefs. They've been putting up more points against somebody other than the Raiders this time. Um, but uh, I think Pittsburgh's going to have to throw the ball. Uh, Travis Kelsey, this one kind of comes with a caveat. So he's got COVID. Um, we're going to see if he tests negative twice before the Sunday game. If not, then I'm going to have to do some editing of my roster. But right now, the way I built my roster, Travis Kelsey uh, fit into my flex spot. The reason he's at my flex spot is I'm taking Rob Gronkowski. Uh, Chris Godwin out for the season, torn ACL, and it looks like Mike Evans is very questionable. He hasn't practiced at all this week. Uh, so Rob Gronkowski is my starting tight end. And at defense... Look, if Jacksonville, with the coaching pump, couldn't score a single point, I'm not loving them on offense this week either. So as bad as that 30th-ranked Jets defense is, I'm jumping <laughs> on that Jets defense because Jacksonville's god-awful. Can't, can't argue with that. I'm looking here at Justin Herbert as my starting quarterback. I love it. I love it. I mean, it's, it, it's a tougher matchup, but he's just unstoppable. With Austin Eckler? Uh, being COVID-19 protocol, they may have to throw the ball a lot more, too. Yeah, I, so, I, I like that play. I was, I was looking at that one for sure. I think that's a good one. I mean, t you know, pair him up with one of his receivers or two of his, re two of his receivers. You know, just, man, it, there's so much potential there. Four points. Uh, you know, Keenan Allen. I don't know who's some lower values. You could find value. I don't know. But that, that's, that's definitely where I'm looking at, that matchup. I like it a lot. Uh, you want to go to sits now, play, players that we should avoid? Um because uh, number one on my list, no surprise here, is fucking Cam Newton. Carolina, $7,200. Uh, pretty good fantasy football game last week. But as we've stated, Tampa's going to be out for fucking blood this week. <laughs> so I do not envy Mr. Newton at all. And sticking with the Carolina Panthers, uh, one Chubba Hubbard, $5,500. It's funny. To, it's fun to say Chubba Hubbard. This is a great name. Uh, $5,500 over at FanDuel. Uh, listen, uh, Tampa's defense is already stellar against the run. I think this guy might end up with negative yardage this Boy. week. The, Bug, the Bucks are going to straight up try to murder the Panthers this week. So the, these are two guys I definitely want to avoid. Panther, did you say that you took Daryl Henderson as your starter? I did. I I'm not to, seeing. I'm, I'm not seeing anything as far as injury or anything. I have to respectfully disagree. Uh, it's just he's platooned right now with Sonny Michelle. Yeah, I think, I, I think that's my yeah. biggest concern: is spending sixty nine hundred dollars on Daryl Henderson, knowing that like. I, I don't know who the featured back's going to be. Uh, Rams need to run the ball, though. So I agree agree with you with that. If the Rams are going to win games, they need to run the ball. Maybe they both have good weeks. I'm just I'm seeing Sonny Michelle's carries just increase. Uh, Henderson is getting healthier, so maybe he is the guy this week. I just I would avoid both those guys. I I just 
I'm not going to spend the money. I, I, I don't trust either of them uh, to, to put up the, the points worth the, the money you're spending for them. At wide receiver, you took Deontay Johnson of Pittsburgh, correct? I did. I am going to uh, fade Chase Claypool of Pittsburgh. He is coming <laughs> off of that stinker against Tennessee. I, a lot of people are hoping that he's going to bounce back this week. I don't think so. I think I think you're right. I think Deontay Johnson is going to be the man in Pittsburgh this week, and Chase Claypool is going to not be the man, and that Chiefs defense playing much better. So I would avoid Chase Claypool. And my my last one that I'm going to sit, not surprisingly, is the Minnesota Vikings defense. You know, I'm I'm presuming the Rams are going to put up some numbers this week. Uh, Vikings defense, not one of the better teams. Uh, you know, I, I'm not writing off the Vikings to to you know win the game or anything like that. I'm not, I'll, I'll make that statement tomorrow, I guess. But uh, I just, I think the Vikings defense going to bleed some points this week, win or lose. So uh, those are my sits so far. At top of the list for me, I'm still going to be on the Josh Allen fading tour. Uh, I, I know he's been playing better, but now on the road, going against that New England defense, um, who who got right? You know they they were getting blasted by the Colts, but they played much better in the second half. Shut the Colts out uh, until that last you know jo- uh, Taylor run there at the end to seal it. But the, the Patriots defense so good. I don't think I want anything to do with the price tag that comes with Josh Allen. Uh, looking at the Chargers, it, it's kind of bad here because they're they got a great matchup against the Texans, and now Austin Eckler has caught the vid. Uh, so you can't really toss Eckler this late in the game. It, it, I think it happened late last night or this morning. Uh, that late in the game, I doubt he gets his two negative tests before early Sunday. So I'm staying away from Austin Eckler. Um, and then you talk about the Panthers, man. I mean, it's still one of those fade them all. No Cam Newton, no wide receivers, no Chubba Hubbard, none of that. So I am definitely staying away from the Carolina Panthers. I can't I can't argue with a lot of that. Um, you know, Josh Allen, I think he's a definite avoid, a definite, definite avoid. Hidden in all the narratives that came out of the Colts game with the Patriots is Carson Wentz's stat line, five for twelve, fifty-seven yards, a touchdown and interception. He had basically half the quarterback rating that Mac Jones had. So I think you you gotta you gotta avoid um, Josh Allen here. I would avoid Mahomes too. Come on, with Kelsey and Hill both potentially not playing because of uh, COVID, I, I just don't see how Mahomes can get it done. Um, t- Tom Brady, he's expensive. He's gonna annihilate Carolina. Maybe that's playable, but I would avoid those guys and then just slide in Justin Herbert or you know Stafford Cousins, as Max said. Yeah, just make it happen that way. Yeah, it's funny. You were salivating to kind of talk about uh, Carson Wentz after I, I was dying because everyone I, I was talking see, about uh, how amazing uh, it was. Much of a difference between Wentz and Tannehill, <laughs> and I, yeah. I still don't. I, I don't. I don't love Tannehill either uh, right now. Mm. Uh, but I think we'll get into that when we're talking about the Thursday night game. Absolutely. Uh, some value plays. All right. I like Javante Williams of Denver, sixty three hundred dollars. Dude's been really fucking good the past month. Vegas twenty fifth against the run this season, and I just like Williams to take it to him. And you know, kind of sticking with my my Denver theme. At tight end, I'm going to throw Noah Font. Um, you know, I, listen, he's he's been up and down. I know Panthers been on him a couple of times and got burnt. His best game of the season, though, in October against the Raiders, highest fantasy total of the season. Then I'm looking forward for him to maybe not repeat that performance, but to get some points on the board this week. Sixty, you know, fifty six hundred over at Fanduel. At wide receiver, here's my value play. I love your your Gronkowski play, Panther. I'm going to uh, kind of a. Uh, uh, Partner that up with a Scotty Miller play, forty nine hundred dollars for a wide receiver that 
last year Brady hit him a couple of times in a couple of games when, when they, they dealt with some injuries. You're looking at Antonio Brown as the number one. Scotty Miller might be the number two this week. So I think a huge value of taking Scotty Miller there to slide into a, a, you know, a wide receiver or a flex spot. And defense, Panther, you took the Jets, correct? I did take the Jets. I'm going to take the Jacksonville Jaguars. Oh, man. <laughs> you know, for a defense that's kind of sucked all year, if you're playing the Jets, I mean, uh, we, we might be just fucking betting the under on this one. <laughs> so uh, that, that's my uh, value play, $4,000 over at FanDuel for the Jacksonville Jaguars defense. That's what I got. Panther, what about you? I'm thinking that the Jets-Jags game is like over under 24. I still might take the under. Uh, Starting the quarterback, Mac Jones is my starting quarterback. I I think there's a value here. Um, At home, coming off, you know, that second half, I bring up last week's game, but his efficiency, his under pressure, his hurry up offense, everything, like he looked the part he didn't look like a rookie in that second half figured out the defense you know belichick made the second half adjustments going against a buffalo defense that in my opinion is overrated i don't know where you guys rate them but i think they're overrated uh so i think mac jones can be efficient at home against buffalo you're talking about that tampa game and with uh, evans and godwin both being out tyler johnson is the other wide receiver there with Scotty Miller. He was tied uh, for second last week in targets, especially after Godwin went down. I'm expecting Tyler Johnson to slide into that role. We talked about the uh, the Chiefs and how banged up they are with COVID and whatnot. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire is prime for a big game here, and you can get him for a ton of value, as well as McCole Hardman. Uh, with no Kelsey and no Tariq Hill, he, he's got to throw it to somebody. Uh, so McCall Hardman lines up to be that guy. And last for me is I talked about Austin Eckler being out. Justin Jackson will be the running back that steps, uh, steps up and fills that role. Going against Houston, Justin Jackson could have an incredibly big day. When I'm looking for value, I was kind of sniffing around this Tampa Bay. I think you nailed it with the Tampa Bay uh, Miller pick, wide receiver. I love that one. Hell, even Antonio Brown's not that expensive. He's only, I know. Yeah. I know. So, I mean, he's got to throw somebody. Brady's got to go to somebody. TB12 sales rely on Brady throwing touchdowns. So he's got to get he's got to get somebody involved. And you know what? As far as this defensive flyers, divisional games are always weird. Mm-hmm. I was kind of looking at the bungles, you know, and maybe maybe uh, Baltimore just doesn't show up. Maybe it's a letdown game for them just a little bit. So I would I would look at the bungles. It's too bad thwarting two point conversions don't get you more points. But uh here it is. I'm, I'm definitely looking at Cincinnati for a little bit of value. I like it. I, I hope Baltimore loses by one because they went for two. It'd be so epic. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's it for fantasy. Let's take a break. Let's take a break. Talk about my bookie. $500,000 in contest prize money up for grabs. Head over to mybookie.ag. Choose from a variety of boosts, free bets. So many great things over there. In order to get started, though, you have to make your first deposit using the promo code ABSOLUTEDGEN. Why would you do that? Well, if you do that, you receive double your deposit. That's right. Double your money. Double your winnings with your first ever deposit using the promo code ABSOLUTEDGEN. You can bet anything, literally pretty much anything, anytime. Do it right now if you want to. Anywhere. I mean, yeah, really, anywhere with my bookie. Guess who's back? Back again. My bookie's back. Tell a friend. That's right, DJ's proud to say that we're once again being brought to you by my bookie. 
But just because they weren't paying us doesn't mean we haven't been giving them some love. I still use my bookie to this date, and you should too. Why? Because March is about to get crazy. Insane. Maybe even a little mad. If you're still on the hunt for a sportsbook to call home, bet the nonstop action of March Madness with my bookie. Enter bracket contests for a chance to take home prizes of up to 25,000 big ones, or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, MyBookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now, take advantage of their generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is use the promo code DEGENS, that's D-E-G-E-N-S, but the fun doesn't stop there. Up-to-the-minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about MyBookie, you can bet on anything, anytime, anywhere. Use the promo code DGENS to secure your limited-time welcome bonus today. Thursday Night Football. Thursday Night Football. Let us talk about the San Francisco 49ers heading to Tennessee to take on the Titans. Uh, This is kind of alluding to it. Ryan Tannehill. I'll get to him in a minute. Titans entered into November with a very clear lead in the AFC South. They were 8-2 and two at that time. It seems like uh, they can pretty much even battle for that top seed in the AFC. And then they lost Derrick Henry, and it all started to spiral out of control. Titans have gone 1-3 and three over their last four games. They've lost to Houston, they lost to New England, and they lost to Pittsburgh last week. Their lone win was a shutout win over the Jaguars, so I don't know how much credit you give them for that. Conversely, the 49ers have won four or five games. They had their sights set on locking into a playoff spot in the NFC. Jimmy G, it's it's hard to argue. He's been good. He's been good the past month or so. They, all the all the chatter about you know whatever that rookie quarterback's name is. Who who was that? I I don't even remember his name anymore because his, his name's not even being brought up anymore. It's Jimmy G's job right now. The fucking uh, Niners running game legit. Defense has been steadily improving really good. This is, a, this is a pretty good team. But let's get back to the Titans, though, because you know I made that comment about since losing Henry that they've been on downward trend. It is a true statement, yet it is also not accurate. They have lost since losing him. Yeah, that's, that's true. But he's not the issue. Titans have actually run the ball better since losing Henry. More yards per game since losing Henry. The issue is offensively, the other injuries have just racked up, right? Tannehill's production is down because he doesn't have the fucking healthy wide receivers. He's, he's not able to move the ball like he was when everyone was healthy. I know it's hard to argue that the Niners, you know, aren't, aren't playing like the better team right now. They are. We all like San Francisco in the preseason, so it's no surprise they turn things around. I just don't like them on a short week on the road and against a team that a month ago we felt could make a deep run in the AFC. I know Tennessee's banged up. All those things I said against them, they're still the home team getting points on a Thursday night, $50 bet on the Titans. Yeah, I'm looking at this game. The short I'm never a big fan of the short weeks, the Thursday game. They're entertaining, but I we don't get the best football from both teams. But you nailed it. Since Derrick Henry went down, this offensive scored 13, 13, 20, and 13. The 20 being against Jacksonville. They are really struggling to score. 
Tannehill's, you know, they've had issues. Julio Jones has been gone. And um, they're just really, really struggling to move the ball, particularly through the air. And that's not even you know, with the stiffness of competition. They lost to Houston, lost to Pittsburgh. Those are almost inexcusable losses. Where the 49ers are playing lights out. They've scored over 30 points in three of those five games that you talked about. And they were in the Seattle game. Those divisional matchups, you never know how those go. The 49ers team is clicking. They're healthier. I just, as much as I give Tennessee the benefit of the doubt when we do our rankings, you go on a week-to-week basis, I just don't like this Tennessee team. You figure the three-point home field advantage when it comes to, you know, the, the gambling's getting in line, that means that on a neutral field, this should probably be uh, what, a six-point game. I, I like the 49ers here. I think they go in and take care of business. I'm going to put $50 on San Francisco. All right. We talked about it a little bit, but, you know, the, the Titans have used a record number of players. Uh, man, just a couple of weeks ago, it was 86. So they're probably at like 100 now. I don't even know the way they've been dropping like flies. So, yeah, what you guys, what Panther said and, and is true that when they lost uh, when they lost the running backs, it, it hurt them. But losing everybody else, as Max said, is what really put this team in a bad spot. Um, I, th- I think I read a stat where like the the record number of teams that are record number of players these teams have played like the top six all had losing records. So it's a testament to Tennessee that they have not they don't have a losing record right now. Uh, I'm going to put 25 bucks on the Titans plus a three. I think they're going to keep it close and I think they might surprise San Francisco. Yeah, I, I got a I got a weird feeling about this one, right? Every, everyone's like high up on San Francisco and it's again, it's hard to argue with what you've seen the past month or so. But man, when they were bad this year, they were bad. <laughs> like, it's hard for me to forget that point of time where, where the Niners and Jimmy G just look like a complete clusterfuck, right? So uh, we'll see. I think it's going to be a fun one. That's that's what I'm going to say is I think this is actually going to be another fun Thursday night matchup, the last one of the season. So enjoy, everyone. There we go. All right. NBA, they optimistically have, what, 10 games? <laughs> optimistically. We'll see how many of those actually get played. Yeah, right. I'm sure uh, some of these that I have on the board will probably be off the board at some point. But I want to start in New Orleans at Orlando. Pelicans have won three games in a row. They beat the Blazers a few nights ago. I hit on that one. Uh, now they're on the road to Orlando playing a Magic team came, coming off of a good win yesterday. I hit that one. Uh, that was Orlando's second win in a row. It increased their record to 7-25 and 25 wow. on the year. Wow. I think the streak ends right there. Pelicans, they're the healthier team. I know they're going to be without uh, Jonas uh, Valachunas. He's going to be out. But everyone else is healthy for them as of right now, this moment in time where we're recording. Pelicans offensive efficiency continues to improve. Their shooting has been red fucking hot lately. I've been making money on betting the Pelicans. I think the sports books are, are really starting to catch up on this team and you're not going to find as much value with them moving forward. I still think there's value on the money line on them today. So $10 money line bet on the Pelicans. I know New Orleans has been playing much better. We're making money off of them, but I'm still not sold that they're a great team. They've beaten Detroit, Oklahoma City, a broken Milwaukee team, and Portland. Uh, And now they get another dysfunctional bad team in Orlando. I agree the Pelicans take care of business here. Uh, I'm just not convinced that they're actually a good team yet. Orlando's seven wins, five of those are on the road. The two games that they did win back-to-back were also on the road. They're only 2-10 and ten at home. They find themselves at home here. I'm in agreement with Max here. Ten bucks on the Pelicans minus the five and a half. Six and a half now, man. Well, Vegas agrees. 
I'm gonna yeah I'm, I'm gonna lean Orlando here with the points that plus seven. I'm not entirely convinced that New Orleans is gonna win by that many points. Uh, it's close. Uh, yeah, solid lean on the Magic, but there's <laughs> what the Magic can do is very limited. <laughs> <laughs> they got the win. They got the w- two two wins in a row. Listen, mm-hmm. if if you just looked at it, it's like oh man, they beat the Nets and the Hawks. Wow, this right, is a good fucking right. team. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's the narrative right there. You don't want to say why they beat these teams, but that's the narrative right there. They in the, in the last week they beat the Nets and they beat the Hawks, two playoff teams from last year. Uh, Wizards Knicks. That's my next game up to talk about. Um, I don't know if this one's going to play. Honestly, I really don't. But we'll see. Wizards started the season off red hot, and now they're ice cold. Sixteen and fifteen on the year. Do you remember how good this team was? Sixteen and fifteen. Only 8-11 and 11 on the road now, coming off of a surprise win on the road over the Jazz a few days ago. But that was one of their only two wins the past few weeks. Uh, as I mentioned, they're just not playing good basketball. Knicks, another team that started off hot, cooled down a lot. Injuries did a number on them. I think ever since they lost Derrick Rose, he's been the, he was the heartbeat of that team. Um you know they, they've just not been as good, and and I've I've mentioned it before. Their defense is is nowhere near as it was last year, and probably one of the main reasons that Kemba Walker fell out of favor with Tibbs is his lack of defense. And as a Celtics fan, I can attest to the fact that uh, his defensive tenacity is, is usually not there. So uh, they have to bring Kemba back into the lineup because of all their injuries and because of the COVID stuff. So um, he's begrudgingly playing for Tibbs right now. We'll see how that plays out. New York only 6-10 and 10 at home this season, which is just a far cry from how nearly unbeatable they were at MSG last year. I think they improved to seven home wins after tonight, not because they're playing good basketball right now, just because they're playing better basketball than Washington. So a $10 money line bet on the Knicks. Yeah, another game that uh, I'm on as well. The, the Knicks... Here's the thing with all the injuries or COVID or whatever they're dealing with, they're really, really struggling to score. Uh, what do they got? 97, 96. They had 116 against Houston and 107 and 105. They're they're struggling to score. Washington's struggling to score. I see the total here is 210. I really, really like the under on the total. But as far as the game goes, I, you, you checked all the boxes. Washington is playing so bad right now. And Spencer Dinwiddie's part of that problem. He really is not shooting well. He's not playing defense well. I, I know because he's on my fantasy team and I bench him like almost every time he's out there, he's been playing so bad. Uh, I agree. I'm on the Knicks here. Uh, a money line bet, 10 bucks on the Knickerbockers. Oh boy. Here we go again. Uh, I think, yeah, I do think New York wins. Uh, but you know, I'll take the I'll take the plus one and a half here that New York's getting. I will take that and I will bet the spread ten bucks to try and appease the gambling gods. Thank you, thank you, oh, man. Crazy, crazy, crazy. I, I, yeah, hopefully this one just doesn't get played. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> last one up for me, Charlotte at Denver. I whiffed on the Nuggets last night, and I'm probably going to whiff on fading them today. I just like the Hornets getting a plus line here. You know, I know they haven't been playing well lately. They've lost four or five. This is also their sixth road game in a row. So definitely some road wariness there, but they're healthy. And I think they have enough talent to hang with Denver because Denver is not healthy. After I made a very bad Star Trek reference yesterday, Bones Highland actually ended up needing a real doctor because he injured his ankle in the game. Denver's offense, just stagnant overall, just looked uninspired against the Thunder yesterday. Maybe they turn it on today. Maybe they can get the win. But I think the value is still on Charlotte. So a $10 money line bet on the Hornets. 
Yeah, Hornets are at the end of an incredibly long uh, road trip. They've lost three in a row, all of those in relatively convincing fashion. The closest they were was nine points against Portland. Uh, So they're not playing the greatest basketball right now, particularly on the defensive side. The Nuggets, I don't know what to do with this team. I've loved them for the last couple years, but they've traded players, lost players, injured players. The the loss of Jamal Murray and Michael Porter Jr. cannot be exaggerated enough. It's really killing this team. I think at home, heading into the holidays, I think Charlotte's just ready to pack their shit and go home. I think Denver can take care of business here. I'll lay the two and a half and put 10 bucks on the Nuggets. All right. I really don't know which way to go with this one. I think Denver wins, but goddamn, do I have it close. So, I mean, I'll lean Charlotte here with the points or with the money line. It's fine. It's, it's very, very close, but I'm not touching this one. All right. That's it for me. I still got three more. Uh, this next game, we'll look at Detroit at Miami. This is more of a bet against a team than it is for a team. We know Miami's still banged up. Bam Adebayo's out. Jimmy Butler's listed as out. Um, but they've still found a way to win. Uh, three of the last four they've won, including that big, huge blowout of the Indiana Pacers. The Pistons, they're just not good. This team just is not good. They beat Miami, what, four days ago, three, four days ago. Uh, I don't think they do it twice. The 10 points is a hell of a lot of chalk, but I'm not money lining 550. So I guess I'll lay the 10 that Miami comes roaring back and wins this game. I think Miami comes back, roars back and wins this game. I have them winning this game by uh, 14 points here, Panthers. So I I do like this play. Uh, They absolutely did not fit into my money line strategy whatsoever <laughs> so i will lean the heat with you some moral support yeah it's it's hard to argue i think it is about a 14 point game uh even with all the questions so i'll lean miami with you but it, it 10 i'm not laying 10 points yeah like i said i'm i'm there's more about 10 against the pistons <laughs> yeah. uh, let's take a look at memphis at golden state and you know this actually would be a really really good game on the surface but still dealing with so many injuries and and um, COVID and everything going on. Andrew Wiggins is out for Golden State. Damian Lee, Andrew uh, Inguidala is out. But um, Golden State's still trucking along. Won four of their last five. Got that 15-2 and two home record. John Morant's back for Memphis. But as I've always cautioned when star players come back, I think it sometimes messes with the chemistry that was developed in his absence. And now they've lost – Two in a row at home, close games. Now they go on the road against Golden State, who's just a far superior team. I think six points is dare near a gift, but uh, I'll take the gift and lay the six points, put 10 bucks on the dubs. You mentioned two home losses on the year. Do, <laughs> do, do you recall where one of those came from? Uh, Memphis. Yeah. So listen, man, I, I, I think this is a close one. This is This is way too close for my liking here. Um, there might be some value on the Grizzlies here. I don't think that they can beat the Warriors, though. I really, I don't think that they can do it again, right? <laughs> so no. I, I'll lean Memphis here, but I, I don't want to touch this one. I have little doubt that Golden State's going to win. It looks to me like they're, they're going to win, slam dunk. But the six and a half I'm getting, I'm not so sure they can cover that. So I'm going to put 10 bucks on Memphis plus the six and a half here. All right. One more game for me. I, I'm I think I might even get Arch on this one. I don't know what happened with uh, Max. Max, I'll give you a chance to jump on. Let's look at the Spurs at the Lakers. 
Uh, our resident god, LeBron James, apparently isn't much of a god without Anthony Davis because they have lost three in a row without Anthony Davis struggling so much to score and defend the rim. Going against a Spurs team that's played much better better as of late i don't know if they're necessarily a playoff team but they're healthier they have nothing there's nothing on the injury report where the lakers are still without avery bradley austin reeves malik monk lebron's questionable um you got the turnover do you guys see russell westbrook set a record 400 straight games with at least one turnover <laughs> Congratulations, Russell Westbrook. Uh, and then still no Anthony Davis. Like I, I hate this Laker team. Even when they're healthy, or when they're healthy, I hate them. Mm-hmm. Now they're broken. I really, really hate them. Why they're a favorite, I have no clue. I am money line in the Spurs here. Ooh. Ten bucks in San Antonio. Okay, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say this right now. I have the Spurs winning this game by nine fucking points. Nine points. This should have been a slam dunk money line play for me. But the Spurs always fuck me, <laughs> honestly. Like every time I bet on a Spurs game, I'm on the opposite side of it. I went through my numbers and I was like, man, every good instinct I feel about the Spurs or every bad instinct I feel about the Spurs is completely opposite. So I might as well just bet the fucking Lakers here. A lean on the Spurs. No, I like it. I like it an awful lot. I like you guys. I have San Antonio winning the game and they're getting plus two and a half and we get to fade the Lakers, one of the probably the second most public team in the NBA. Absolutely. Ten bucks on the Spurs plus two and a half. Most excellent. Uh, those are all of my plays. That's all I've got too in the NBA. Uh, Iceberg said that's my team. 49ers. I would take San Francisco money line. All right. There you go. There we go. At least I got somebody on my side. Thank you. There there you go. You're not alone. All right. So we talked about fantasy football. We talked about basketball. We did not talk about hockey. That's still gone. Max, that's it. That is it. Download the DGENs app for Android or iOS and listen to anything that our picture picks. Anyone's picks over on Twitter at Betting Absolute. And no matter where you listen to us at, please, highest rating, come subscribe, download, and listen to every single episode. Panther, take us home. Taking you home, just a reminder, a uh, programming note, if you will. There is college football tonight. The Zebra will be joining us, and we'll talk the remaining college football games. But on the way out of here, let me give you a Panther parlay. I like my Golden State Warriors, minus the points. Love the Spurs, even on a money line. And me and Iceberg are taking those San Francisco 49ers to take care of business. Put those three together. That'll be your Panther parlay. We're hanging out on Facebook. On Twitter, give us a shout-out by name. We'll shout right back. But most importantly, let us know what you did yesterday, what you're going to do today, and when it's all said and done, kids, it's all make some money, fools. Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will the owners, operators, or guests of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents. 